0: Hello and welcome to the Cake and Batter Podcast. I'm Cole. And I'm Jake. And today we're going to be talking about the... uh, What is it like? It's like a slasher movie?
1: I don't know what
0: it is. It's like a
1: dark comedy slasher, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess. We're going to be talking about the dark comedy slasher movie, Deadly Detention, available on Netflix. Now, Jake, what are your first thoughts about this uh, piece of cinema?
1: My first thoughts are, this is why I subscribe to Netflix.
0: Yeah, definitely. The $9 a month that Netflix is, is very worth uh, watching Deadly Detention.
1: Yeah, I, I, can, t- I can tell you this is, this is why I throw my money to Netflix.
0: Yeah, the movie's so good that you can literally figure out the entire movie within the first five minutes.
1: I mean, isn't that Screenwriting 101? You're supposed to be able to be predictable?
0: That's what I thought. I must be hearing things wrong. I thought movies were where you have to keep the rear, the viewer on the edge of their seats. Not, no, 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 no. What's no. the matter with you? You uh, stupid? Apparently. That's <laughs> not good cinema. Please, Jake, explain to me what good cinema is. No,
1: okay, so good cinema is when you can you can predict the outcome of the entire film within the first three minutes. Or, even better yet, you know what's even better? When you can predict it just by the opening credits and the music. That's good cinema,
0: and that will make Deadly Detention the best movie this entire year because I literally called the killer within the opening credits.
1: I, I hate to say so, but he, yes, he did. I was an idiot, and I, and he, when he said who the killer was, I said, "No, nah, can't be him. That's too easy."
0: <laughs> but it, but but it was. But apparently, it is too easy. It's so it's so easy that video game journalists would be able to figure it out. It'd take them a little bit, but they'd David figure it out. David Cage
1: would be able to would be able to figure it out. If anyone knows who David Cage is. Oh
0: yeah, we'll be talking about him soon once we finish Detroit Become Human.
1: Uh, I can I can tell you for for those of you who don't know, uh, work we continued the trend with bad movies. Um, so. When we sat down to watch Deadly Detention, we really hammed it up. We watched it on the big screen. We uh, we
0: got popcorn and pizza and soda and everything. And I got
1: a meatball sandwich.
0: And we we were sitting down. We were ripe and ready to watch this movie. And
1: ripe and ready is the is a great term for this. Ripe the, it and ready is perfect for <laughs> this movie. Uh, it perfectly describes uh, what's what's her favorite? What was the character's name? Uh, the. Uh, not Jessica, the other girl. Not Taylor. Oh my god, I don't know her name. Right! I don't, (sighs) I don't, did they even say her name?
0: (laughs) looking up the cast right now. We have to look it up. (laughs) We're looking up the cast right now. We gotta figure out who's who in this.
1: (laughs) Well, either way, you know who I'm talking about. She, she, ripe and ready, perfectly describes her character.
0: Uh, hang on, let me see. Uh, Deadly... Detention. Detention. This is two
1: movies in a row we've had to Google the, the cast.
0: cast. Oh, man. This movie was made three years ago. This is hilarious. Oh, my God. Um, Lexi. Her name is Lexi.
1: Lexi, yeah, you're right. That was it. Lexi. Ripe and Ready perfectly describes Lexi. Oh, yeah. Because that... Ripe and Ready, that's all she cares about in the movie.
0: Yeah, that... She... Like, everybody was a stereotype. Like... <laughs> It it really I I've spent a really long time since I've seen the Breakfast Club, but Jake figured that that out immediately. He was like, "Yeah, yeah. this is basically <laughs> the Breakfast Club, but it takes place in a prison." And you'd wonder why it took place in the prison, but at least they gave us like an explanation. Because a crappy
1: of, one. All the opossums. No,
0: no, she said possums. <laughs> it was the killer at the end. He said opossums, oh, and oh. then that got us into a really dumb joke with that. But apparently, according to the principal, um, the school was infested with opossums, so it got fumigated. So they were holding classes in a prison, and Saturday was the first day that they were doing it, and uh, they held Saturday school there. And when the kids get there, people start dying. Ooh, spooky. And, like, the concept (laughs) isn't that bad for a movie, yeah,
1: it, I, the, idea, the idea is fun. Yeah, the idea Wait, is... Wait, it's not going to be some sort of masterpiece. It's not going to be a Martin Scorsese film, right? Yeah. But it's a fun
0: idea. The problem is, is that the movie is executed like an actual execution. The movie dies. That's
1: a great way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> the movie dies less than halfway through
0: it. Like it's not that we lost interest. Oh no wait, we, we never had interest in the characters, my bad.
1: Yeah, you you Cole kept saying to me, Am I supposed to feel for these characters? Every
0: time somebody got hurt, I'm like, Am I supposed to care?
1: I, I think you're supposed to, but but I, I didn't. I yeah,
0: and then like there was moments where like they had like heavy expositionary character development. Like they forgot to write it into the first part of the movie. So I mean that's tried a to and... like They just tried to, like, gorge it, like, partway through. Like, there was a scene where um, Jessica, the uh, sporty jock girl, and uh, Kevin, this biblical guy, are chilling like they're hiding from this killer. And Kevin basically, like, makes a psychological profile of Jessica right then and there and, like, gives her the strength that she needs to carry on. When the killer's, like... Supposedly right behind him, but he doesn't get there until the very end of the conversation, and he gives the characters enough time to hide behind a very thin wall. Yeah, to and where he doesn't, he doesn't see even them. See
1: them? He doesn't even look. He looks. At, he looks down the hallway, and he's like, "Hmm, they're not down here." And then it cuts, and they're just hiding right behind the wall that he was just looking at.
0: Yeah. So like what? What? Yeah. So like. That was strange. And, like, all the people pretty much die off-screen. But then again, like... Except they don't. Yeah, because, like, it's revealed at the end. And obviously, you're supposed to watch the movie before you listen to the podcast. Yeah, watch this masterpiece. Because if you're you're not, then you're basically... It's basically... You already know there's going to be spoilers. But it turns out that nobody died in this movie. Like, it's an, you're, you're, the audience is supposed to imply that they died. But but they find out at the end of the movie that literally nobody died. Everybody's fine. They're just horribly disfigured.
1: Didn't you make a joke at the beginning of the movie? If What if the twist was nobody died?
0: Yeah, I did. Didn't you make that joke? I made the joke at the beginning of the movie where the twist was like, <laughs> nobody died. And then during the scene where Jessica's getting her psychological profile, uh, Kevin's like, who do you want to impress? And I just turned to you and I go, "My dad, I have daddy issues." And, and then she right goes, after my that, dad. and then right after that she says, "My dad." And I'm like, "Oh. Okay. Sure. We're going to go that route, aren't we?" Uh,
1: this movie had probably the most cliché dialogue, but also the most interesting dialogue I've ever heard in my life.
0: What do you mean by interesting? There were there were lines that nobody would
1: say in their right minds. I don't God, I wish I could remember some of the like,
0: lines. the principal, for instance, kept like really ripping on um, Lexi for being a uh, a coochie snake. That's and a uh, word. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, like, wouldn't the kids be able to like file a report for unprofessionalism against the principal if she
1: was no basically because just... it's a movie?
0: I'm talking about being real life.
1: Oh yeah, in real life. Of course, she'd be done. She'd be gone.
0: Yeah, so it's like
1: her uh, her glass uh, Washington mom monument yeah, would she be smashed a... to smithereens, and then she'd be hauled off for sexual harassment. Yeah, especially in there's like, <laughs>
0: There's like the principal like sets up an entire desk in the in the prison, which we didn't get at first because we thought that they were just there for the day. Like this was like a beyond scared straight kind of thing. But, like, then once she said that they were fumigating the school and it would have, like, if fumigating the school, like, you would have just taken, like, a Monday off or something like that, you know? I, I like, don't,
1: I don't understand does fumigation
0: the... take, like, a week or so?
1: I mean, it could, I mean, I guess with all those opossums, it probably would. But, I don't understand because if they're having, you know, a normal school would just shut down the school for the week or something. Yeah. This school decides we're gonna go to an old shut down disgusting prison. Yeah,
0: it's like...
1: What? She talks about pep rallies that are gonna happen in a couple days. Nah,
0: yeah, like... Why are it's... they having the pep rallies in the solitary confinement area? No, she said that they were just gonna be at the school, so it's like, if it's shut down for a couple of days, and uh, you hold Saturday detention, just hold it until after the fumigation ends. Why did you have it at a... First of all, why did you have it at a prison? Let alone an abandoned prison. A prison that's been known to be abandoned. So like now that we're thinking about it, this idea doesn't make sense at all.
1: No, it doesn't.
0: The idea
1: the idea is fun, but they didn't give us like, a solid explanation it's like as they to just why. Sat down like imagine,
0: this. like imagine if they just it was like a field trip, right? Like, oh yeah, you know, Okay, that a, would make
1: more sense. Like, yeah. yeah,
0: we got we got um we got approval from the city commission to go to this abandoned prison to show you guys what it would be like if you were delinquents and you actually did get sent to prison. Now, obviously, we're not going to lock you in there because the place is extremely dark and dirty and stuff, but we'll have security guards with us so, you know, you don't get lost. And then maybe that could—and then maybe the killing could have started, but, like— See, that makes more sense.
1: Not—not this crap that— the, oh, they, there's a bunch of opossums in our school, therefore it's shut down. Let's have our Saturday detention in a prison. An abandoned prison. An yes. abandoned prison. It's like they sat down and they said, okay, we gotta have some kids in a prison. How do we get there? And Well, the first obviously, idea,
0: obviously opossums.
1: Oh, yes, obviously opossums. You know, tell them your joke please oh, oh my god tell them your stupid joke well, they it's have funny. to have
0: they have to have context first yes so the the all right so spoilers i guess for the for the reveal they, of they the killer know that. well yeah assuming that they haven't seen the movie but anyways so the principal says possums right and they always they say possums over and over and over and over in the movie until the killer talks about how he <laughs> captured 30, 50 of them and let them loose in the school But he doesn't say possums, he says opossums. And me, already having all of my brain cells fried from this movie, turned to Jake and go, you know, wouldn't it be funny if possums talked, but they were all Irish because they're opossums? So it's like, that's Mr. Opossum to you. And then we just started laughing really hard because this movie movie gave us us an extra chromosome. (laughs)
1: This movie destroyed us as people, I think.
0: But I feel like in the long run, it'll make us better writers.
1: I, you know, I, you know, I said this when we were watching this, but the guy who played the killer was giving it his all, and I felt
0: bad for him. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely deserves a better role.
1: I don't know about that, but he was certainly giving it his all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, better than
0: everyone else. Well, I mean, he deserves, like, a chance at something else, you know? Yeah. I, it's just, he didn't fit with everyone else, you know? No, he didn't. It looks so familiar to me. I just couldn't,
1: I can't place it, though. I'm, I know he's from somewhere. I'm going to look it up and I'm going to figure it out later. But I know, I know him from somewhere.
0: And it's like, and since we're on the topic of, like, the killer. So, so obviously, you get all of this, this will come back later dialogue in the beginning. And oh they boy. mention And they mention this girl that killed herself, right? You know, a real 13 Reasons Why kind of situation. And uh, it turns out that the killer is the hall cop that drove them there in the open credits. And you can obviously tell that it's him because the guy is, like, fingering a vigil of his deceased daughter on the bus. Wait a minute. So,
1: I... Why is the hall cop the bus driver?
0: I don't know. It's a movie. I just... So I automatically turn to Jake during that scene and go, "Hey, I bet he's the killer." <laughs> and then when it, when, then when the lady was like, "Oh yeah, so-and-so killed herself, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's definitely the Hulk cop. He's the killer." And Jake's like, "No, nah, it's too easy. It was too easy." <laughs> and then you find out that I gave it too much credit. But you want to know something that I just realized? If nobody's been to the prison, how the hell did he have all that time to make that giant shrine in the little office area where he was using the intercom? Because if—well,
1: actually, there was an explanation for that, because remember, he got them to move to the prison. He said in his his stupid, cliche, villainy monologue, he says that he got—when he let the opossums in, he convinced them to go to the prison.
0: So, what, if was he just, like, hiding out in the prison the entire time with his little daughter shrine?
1: I guess. He, like, made the little shrine as a piece of his little
0: puzzle. Like, and he never really outright said what the kids did to, like, to his daughter. Because, like, out of all the stereotypes, there's the really quiet, tomboyish girl. There's the Christian guy. Who praises Jesus and has the dopest light up sketches anybody would ever have? Oh yeah, of course. And uh, and
1: a bedazzled holy Bible. Yeah, he
0: bedazzled his Bible for some reason. That, that never wasn't weird. Yeah, that like never comes back or anything like that. No. And then um, there's the the sporty girl who just wants to be the best. And then there's you know the Instagram man influencer guy who's all conventionally attractive. Who the principal is attracted to. And then there's and then there's the coochie snake. And then, and he just, like, he just said that they, like, they bullied her. But he never said, like, what they did to bully her. They're just like, he bu- you bullied her. And she's like, and the, Lexi, who's the coochie snake, she was the sole survivor. She was the final girl of the movie. And she was like, I didn't bully her. I didn't bully her at all. I and, was her
1: best friend. Yeah, that was
0: the big reveal. The big reveal was that, uh, was that... And um, she had the little locket. The locket that she had, um, which they never mentioned at all. They just kinda like had like the dude fiddle with, but she never was like, Don't touch it, it's important. I were like, understand. maybe she did, and we just didn't notice or anything like that, but And then and then
1: in the biggest twist of all he's an abusive parent.
0: Yeah, that was the twist. He was an abusive parent, and that's why she killed herself. Yes. Yeah, she... It wasn't because she got bullied. Or anything like that. It was because she is because the dad beat her. And then and, he's like, "I
1: was supposed to beat her though. She was my child. Rar! I'm gonna choke you now."
0: And then and then it turns out that nobody died because the principal lived, even though despite the fact that and she was. At the
1: beginning, she got stabbed and full of blood and went took her hand and slammed it on the window. And
0: they found her body hung up on something.
1: And it, and they had no pulse.
0: And they made a Fitbit joke, and then they left the. Trophy there, for some reason, because they stole it. Which, I guess, technically did come full circle. Yeah, I mean, that was, like, probably the most coherent, like, plot device That is, like,
1: screenwriting 101. If something shows up, it's gotta show up again.
0: Yeah, and speaking of not showing up again, one of the people got, like, hurt. I mean, they didn't get killed, they just got, they got hurt. And you don't see, actually, you don't see, the only bodies that you, the only quote-unquote bodies that you see in the movie are the Principals and Barrett's. And Barrett's the guy, the, the Instagram guy. Those are the only two bodies you see. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin vanishes, and Taylor vanishes, and that's it. And then, um, oh yeah, there are and, uh, you know, and uh, you know that Jessica probably actually should have died? Because her head got crushed. In the yeah, in it the did. cage door, it's a cage door. But when you look at when you look at the shot, you can totally tell that yeah, she's it's just closed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just closed. She's behind the door. They didn't have like you know they didn't have like a dummy head or anything like that. It was just like a far away enough shot, or you could where were like there was a little section of the screen where it showed where her head would have been, but the door is completely closed. There's no blood on it. You're just like oh yeah, she's like behind the door. So, like, what did he do? Just let it squeeze her head and then pull her out or something? I guess. I got... He he didn't actually, like, kill anybody. Nobody lived. Everybody got, like, knocked out or poked or something like
1: that. I just thought of something that we didn't think about in there. What? That we thought would come full circle. What? The whole Tarkovsky gun under the table. We gotta show it again. She puts Barrett's phone in her bra. Oh, yeah, that never came in.
0: Yeah, so the principal is getting all hot and bothered over Barrett in the beginning of the movie. And she, uh, drops the phone in her tits. Like, like, she very clearly
1: does. Yeah, like, like, like you, you were supposed see to be, her do it. It's you supposed s- to be something serious. Like, it, you know it's gonna happen later, because she could have just thrown it in the box. Yeah. But instead, she goes like this, right? And she, she puts, puts it in her, her Right. Uh, and, like, like Lexi does. And you go, okay, that's oh, yeah, going happen later. And
0: also, Lexi stole money from the principal, and that never came back either. Yeah, but that's not as big as. I'm more worried about that
1: stupid phone.
0: Yeah. So they found when they found the principal's unconscious body, and they laid her on the floor, and Taylor gave her, her jacket and whatever, and they left the the trophy there. They didn't grab the phone from her. Like it wasn't like sticking out. I mean, out it's not already. like they would know. Yeah, but it's they're like, not gonna you
1: know, go searching in her cleavage
0: for, f- for her phone. Oh, you wanna know what? I mean, obviously none of the phones worked, right? And for some reason, Barrett didn't have a password on his phone. Right. So the principal probably used the phone to call the, the ER. Because remember, she said at the end of the movie that everybody's being taken to the ER for, you know, being horribly maimed by I, all Blart Mall Cop. You know, I bet you she
1: did, except I bet you the writers didn't think of that. I bet you the writers just wrote it and didn't ha- even think logically. It just happened to have worked out for us. Yeah. You know, I just don't understand.
0: Yeah, I don't understand it either.
1: But yeah, that money thing too, like, it's not as big of a deal, but so many things, like, there are the, the weirdest things came back in this movie. It was the weirdest things that came full circle, and the things that you go, that should come back, they, they never did.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And then, I feel like they really only focused on that weird, like, Washington Monument yeah. trophy
1: thing. They did, which
0: was weird. I mean, I was like, you literally stood up and left when you saw the principal show up. I'm like, oh. I I was was done. My reaction was just, oh, the principal's alive. Huh. Jake just, he just stood up and just straight up left. And I'm like, all right, bye.
1: And then he tried to lock me out. Oh, I was still in the hallway, and I scared him half
0: to death. You didn't scare me to death. You gave me a little startle. <laughs> little. <laughs> you screamed like a little girl. That is true. I did not expect your just tall-ass body to freaking be there. I just turn around, and you're just like, standing there, you just like, I'm also here. And I'm like... <laughs> ah!
1: <laughs> oh, my God, this movie. Okay, yeah. can we please talk about how they're being... Chased by a killer, and then they stopped to have sex.
0: No, he wasn't chasing them. Remember, the I'm... killer wasn't chasing them. Well, no. Remember, he was shoving the stick up the up the yeah. But remember, they fell. But remember, they fell off. Like so, Lexi and Barrett fell to the right. Yeah, I Kevin know. But I mean, technically fell he's still to the chasing left. them, right? And then Taylor got poked in the ceiling.
1: Yeah, but he's still cha- chasing them, right?
0: Yeah, but trying, he, he was trying to find was, them. But remember, he was focusing on. Jessica and what's his face. And then by the time that, and during that time, apparently everything that was on Barrett and the Coochie Snake's mind was to get down and get dirty. That's not an excuse kind of, to bang! Yeah, but they just straight up banged in the middle of a dirty prison cafeteria. And I'm like, hmm,
1: yes, I love sex with clothes on. That makes sense.
0: And it's like, these are all teenagers, but they probably were older than teenagers, but oh, still. They like 30. But still, the fact that that happened is, it's just Frowntown. Frowntown?
1: <laughs> I tell you, that movie was nothing but, like, cliches.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that movie was, like, if that movie, if a cliche was a mirror, that movie was a dang mirror maze.
1: It was like, it's like walking into that, uh, that scene from the trailer of It too. When they just go into the into the mirror thing when yeah, you're trying to look the,
0: hall, the hall of glasses yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's what this
0: movie was yeah it was really something else I feel like there's really nothing much else to talk about the movie the movie was so one-dimensional and shallow there was like nothing we could do with it it, it was how huh? How how long have we talked for under thirty minutes?
1: Wow, twenty three minutes. Can you believe that?
0: This is... this is our this is our shortest podcast yet because the movie was so dumb, unbearably bland, like this, that we have nothing else to talk about. We we were trying
1: we're just trying to we're pulling things out of our mind. We can't figure something out. It this watch this movie if you want a bad movie.
0: That's it's not, not even saying. it's not even a bad movie. It's just an okay movie. It's that's what it makes because like bad movies you can enjoy in some kind of sense. I this guess this movie this movie is campy, but it's no this movie tries to be campy. Oh yeah,
1: because that in the, the beginning they show when they do the the thing with the characters and they show the character name on the screen with the bright colors that aesthetic never came up again. Oh yeah,
0: no it really didn't, did
1: it? I, w- I w- when it started I was like oh yeah I'm getting into this I like this and then they never did it again.
0: Yeah, I really don't know what else could have been done. It was... It was a movie. It, it literally just was a movie. It was a movie. It had a script, it had
1: actors, and it was filmed on a camera.
0: Yeah, pretty much. What would you rate this movie?
1: I'd give it a solid 2 out of 10.
0: Yeah, I would probably give it a 2. Maybe like a two and a half.
1: Yeah, it... Get, give the, give this one a watch with friends. Don't watch it by yourself.
0: Yeah, this is definitely a movie to watch with friends. Some that you can really just kind of make fun of, you know?
1: Maybe watch it with your pet possum
0: Yes, please. Watch it with your pet opossum. Feed him a couple lucky charms just for us. <laughs> uh, well, what do you want to watch next time, Jake? Let's continue the slasher
1: genre. All right. We're going to watch Scream.
0: Yeah, we're going to watch a good movie next time. Yeah, we'll have stuff to talk about then. Yeah, it'll, the podcast will definitely be longer after we've given <laughs> Scream a watch. Scream, is Scream on, yeah, Scream's on Netflix.
1: Yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, everyone, Probably everyone's seen Scream, but if you haven't,
0: give, give it a, it a watch. watch. If you want to watch it again, give it another watch, because we're going to sit down and watch Scream, and this will be the next podcast. So, I guess I've been cold. And I've been Jake. And this has been the Cake and Batter Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll catch you next week when we watch Scream.